You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the Drinks with Johnny Thirsty Thursdays podcast, where I'm going to be making a phone call back to this week's guest, Doc Coyle of Bad Wolves. If you haven't already listened to that episode, go back. It is in the archive. It was just released Monday, so go back and release and uh, listen to that episode. Man, so much fun having this chat with uh, Doc Coyle. It was a great episode. Uh, seemed to get a lot of great feedback from it. Uh, we did the YouTube premiere. It was great. Um, and I'm doing this follow-up call with Doc literally the day before. I'm heading to Las Vegas for AEW's Dynamite Rampage and, of course, Double or Nothing on Sunday. Looking forward to uh, catching up with some of the guys I know on the roster there, having a good time. Um, you know, Obviously, I'm going to be hitting up Darby. I've already been talking to him. Next week, our uh, episode with Nolan, uh, a.k.a. Das Rake of Ghost Main, uh, who I befriended through darby actually he's going to be out in vegas we're doing an episode together we already did the episode rather we'll do a follow-up some extra stuff just of us hanging out over the weekend together um that episode's coming out memorial day monday uh so i hope you guys are excited for the weekend getting excited having some great memorial three-day uh weekend plans i hope that includes watching some of the AEW pay-per-view double or nothing that's going to be out in Vegas because your boy here, Johnny Christ, is going to be there, and I cannot wait. It's been a long time since I've been to a wrestling pay-per-view and uh, even longer since I've seen some friends on the card. So really looking forward to that. And, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess I should probably just give Doc a call now while I got him. I was texting with him a minute ago, and uh, let's, let's see if we can get him on the phone here. Hello, hello. Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you today? I'm doing all right. You know, running around uh, Sonoma Valley and Marin County, whatever this Northern California madness is. <laughs> That's right. So I was just texting you. Let, let, let's just uh, catch out of the bag, I guess. You're, you're out there for the, the, what is it called, the Bottle Rock Festival? And, uh, you know, woe is you. You're just texting me. Say, man, I'm so sorry I couldn't get back to you earlier today. I was at Kirk Hammett's house and I couldn't get any cell, cell reception. 
Yeah, and I, well, I, I literally was driving, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, and then where well, there's no service, and then, you know, then we were jamming. So you know, it's like you know, you can't just be up on your phone when you're when you're supposed to have your attention focused on the riffs, you know. <laughs> Well, I mean, be, is it, but isn't that kind of cool that you're just like texting me and you're like, yeah, I'm just over at Kirk's house jamming right now. You know, my buddy Kirk Hammett, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You're like, Hey, Doc, man, you should probably put on some steel boots for all those names you're dropping. A hundred percent, man. How, how are the boys doing? Were you, uh, you're out there jamming for the wedding band, right? Yeah. We're playing this Friday after Metallica's set at Bottle Rock. And Metallica's playing a little earlier than they usually do. So we're going to go on a little after 11. And, okay. uh, yeah, we're doing, like, this punk rock set for this for this band. This band is usually, like, half funk, half rock and metal. And now we're going more punk. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Leaner, meaner. And, uh, yeah, we're not, we're not messing around. So we're pretty much rehearsing every day this week. And it's going to be fun. I can't wait. Well, who's all? I know you guys have uh, changed up the lineup here and there based on availability. Who's all available for uh, this set? So, Mark Asagueda from Death Angel is going to be singing, and Whit Crane can't make it. Usually, they'll both sing for the band, but it's just going to be Mark this time. And then John Theodore, our usual drummer, is playing with Bright Eyes right now. So he's uh, so we have this guy Mike Amster who plays with uh, Mondo Generator. And oh, okay. he's a badass, man. Really, really great drummer. Really just nice guy. I've been having fun hanging out with him. And, you know, me, Kirk, and Rob, and that's we're, we're keeping it lean and mean. So, like, usually we'll have a keyboard player, some horn players. I don't know. Maybe the next time we'll have dancers. You know, I don't know. Like, oh. ukulele people. Um, I've, been you know, known to cut a, I, I've been known to cut a rug or two if you need some dancers, man. Yeah, all right. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't assume that of you. But you know what? I shouldn't. <laughs> You know, I should, I, I should put, you're an entertainer. So I got to figure you're like a five tool entertainer. You can just do it all. Sing, dance, poetry. I'm going for an EGOT. I don't know if you there know you. that. I'm going for an EGOT. So you have a Grammy, right? No, not yet. We, we've got a, we got a nomination for it and then uh, we didn't go. So, well, you know, sounds, sounds rigged. You just gotta be like, the system is rigged. They have a rigged. We are not. <laughs> <laughs> it's all rigged you know it's funny the that you mentioned grammys <laughs> have you been to the grammys no i i haven't been nominated i'm not that cool well i mean i'm not that cool i've i mean we you were nominated i mean well i guess we could have gone i don't know i just i've heard i've heard horror stories about going to the grammys to be honest about Why? like just what it's just a long day i hear it's just like a really long day like they only televise you know a uh, few hours of it, but I mean, it, it's literally like I think like ten to midnight or some shit like that, and you gotta be in your seat for most of it. I don't know. That's the that's or, the stories question. I've heard. Question: Question. Well, knows open bar, yes or no, and what's like the finger food situation like? All right, are we getting like pigs in a blanket? Or are we getting some like real fancy stuff? You know, you're asking the wrong dude. I I haven't been. So you know, maybe know. maybe a shark cooterie board or something of this. Nature. <laughs> Did you call it a shark cooterie? No, shark, isn't it charcuterie? Charcuterie? <laughs> no, no. But I thought you I thought you pronounced it with a shark in it. Listen, maybe we need you know <laughs> some crackers, some cheese, some you know smoked shark meat. 
<laughs> that Pump does sound up. good. I'm pretty sure Could I saw be. a small shark breach the water today. I was surfing this morning, and I was looked out like probably, I don't know, 40 yards away from me, this either very large fish or a small shark uh, breached the water up in the uh, uh, when I was out in the water today. And I was, that's not something I see every day. I see dolphins all the time, but I hadn't wow. seen that. Wow. Well, see, don't be that guy. You know, actually, I, I like, you know, where you just you, like, we, oh, we lost Johnny because he got killed by a shark, but it's also kind of badass, <laughs> you know? Like, like, I'm oh, not man. going down. I'm not going to die from a shark. You Listen, okay, all right, tough guy. I'm, claim, I'm claiming right. it right now. I'm not going to die from a shark. I might not be able to play bass anymore. One of them might take an arm or something. Okay. Or I could be all like right. the new one out, one arm bassist, like uh, the dude from Def Leppard. I'll find a new way dude. to play bass with just one hand. We'll get you like a RoboCop arm. We can figure it out. We get you like literally. We have the tools. We have the technology. That's right. That's right. We can <laughs> fix. They can fix you. They fix everything. But no, just like an uh, arm. But instead of like a hook, it just has like a sick ass bass pick on it, and you could like, you know, motorize yeah. it so you can play like sixteenth notes, and it'll like you can link it up with like the the MIDI from oh, the show. That would be kind of nice, dude. You kind of go on cruise control with one hand, and then the other hand yeah, does the work. That actually would be yeah, kind of like, nice. Like programming the lights or like you know your pedal board or something, you know. So you know we're we're thinking ahead. I like this. This very this is very tech. I like it. Um, so, so you guys are out in Napa. Let's get back to that. <laughs> well, we're, we're not in Napa yet. I guess Napa is still like 40 minutes. Yeah. You're in wherever. Sonoma we're, right we're, now, right? You, no, where, where the hell? Home? Where are we? I don't, I don't know this, this area, right? It's, it's very beautiful. I have to say though, okay. around here, we're in Mar- Marin. Did, okay. Did, did Kirk put you up in uh, one of his guest houses out there or are you at a hotel? We're at a hotel. We're at, we're at a very, very nice hotel. The, you know, the, the palatial suites. And uh, I am very fortunate, you know, because yeah. you know when I was when I was, when I was my other bands, you know, we're not we're not we're not rolling this deep, so I, I got to take the um, you know, the the spoiling whatever I can get it. So, well, hell yeah! I mean, anytime you're up in that country, though, it's it's beautiful. Though I, I got married out in Napa. You never been out out there, dude? Make no. sure you go to some do some wine tasting while you're up there, man. We're, we're going to my girlfriend's coming up uh, Thursday. And last week was her birthday, and we couldn't really hang out because I was flying for Bad Wolf shows. So we were staying an extra day, and uh, we're going to try and do some stuff. So I have, I have to, you know, if you have any suggestions, let me know some specifics. I'll text you a few, but just off the top of my head for the listeners here, too, a couple of my favorites, uh, Jarvis and Proper Napa is really cool. It has some it has some good wine that's a little, like, the, the wine itself is a little high-end, maybe, you know... Uh, it's expensive. However, the wine tasting, if you can go through it, this dude built the winery in the side of a mountain and like just hollowed Ooh. the motherfucker out. Uh, so that's how he brings his water in. It's like this rich dude who made a bunch of money in the microwave industry years ago. And then he like start, decided he wanted to make wine in Napa and bought like this big property with a, with a mountain, with like a big mountain range. And like you literally walk up to it and it's like, Big Jurassic Park looking doors are built into the side of the uh, side of the hill or side of the mountain. Open up and you go inside, and that's where the winery is. It's fucking incredible. Okay, see, I'm just hearing mountain. Like I didn't know you could buy a mountain. <laughs> I if you, have, mic- if on- you have microwave money, apparently you could buy a mountain. Yeah, but I'm just like picturing. I'm like, how do you own a mountain and you don't have like 
you know, like a, you know, a, a diamond mine and like some child slaves, like, uh, like Indiana Jones too. It's like, listen, if, I don't if think I it's that get, kind of mountain, bro. It's not, it's not like it's that. Okay. Maybe it's, maybe it's a small mountain, large hill. I don't know. It's okay. like a big, he's got a big fucking property out there off the Silverado, uh, trail. And okay, listen, if I get a mountain, all right, I am either building it into a, a villain layer. Okay. To plot you know, my, my global destruction out of, or I'm definitely getting some child slaves. That's all I'm saying. Wow. When I get my mountain. <laughs> You're going full evil on it, dude. Like, it's, oh. so, it's so opposite of you though. Let's see. Cause now you, I know you're full of shit. Cause you're like the nicest guy in the world, but there's no way you would actually do that. The only people I know with mountains in movies are bad guys. You, know? you never heard no good guy with a mountain. Actually, I guess technically doesn't Batman kind of like where the yeah. bat cave, that's almost like a mountain. Yeah, that's absolutely a mountain. It goes behind a waterfall. That's absolutely a mountain. <laughs> There you go. So we got one. We got one good guy. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Batman. Thanks, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Another one for the good guys. Exactly. I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, shit, man. So definitely check out Jar- Jarvis. Cake Bread's a great one. Uh, Opus One, if you could get out there. Another great one. Whoa. I'll text you a few you're others. Like, I, you're I, like I'm a, you're like a regular up here. I haven't oh, been in years, but I I used to be a pretty I used to go pretty regularly, um, and then like right. I said, I, uh, coming up on my ten year anniversary, I got married up in Napa. Okay. So. Oh wow. Okay, but I get. But you're from California, so I guess for yeah. you this is like pretty like normal. Uh, I mean, it, yeah, it's it's like a seven hour drive from where I'm at, so it's not too bad. Ready for a head bangingly good time? Dive into the world of heavy metal with the brutally delicious podcast here. We don't just talk music. We welcome you into our heavy metal family. Join us for candid chats with legends and rising stars. We go beyond the typical interviews, exploring raw emotions and the life-altering impact of heavy metal. So whether you're a diehard metalhead or just curious, join our family and let the headbanging begin with the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Yeah, I'm, still, I'm still learning. It took me like five years just to visit Big Bear. Moves up here, but that was cool. <laughs> Big Bear's pretty cool. There's some fun to be had yeah. in Big Bear. It was just beautiful, just beautiful being up there. Yeah. Hey, see, the, see, your next podcast has to be a travel podcast, not just drinking. Well, dude, travel that's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be as soon as I get my ass back on the road. That's it's always been the plan. Did we not talk about this? No. Uh, I, my my podcast started when I started. It, I started it at home with full intention of taking it out on the road with me and on days off having a travel podcast, and then obviously. Other shit happened, so for the last while I've just been at home doing it. But when I get back out on the road, I'm gonna be I'm I'm taking this whole thing with me. So the Anthony Bourdain of Metalcore, I love it. Yeah, man. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> hey, tell your boy Kirk I said hello. By the way, when you see him again, me and I haven't talked to him in many many years, and he shares a birthday with me. Uh, we both are uh, November eighteenth boys. I will. I will. I will definitely say hello on, on your behalf. Yes, please do. <laughs> so uh, back to that real quick, though. What kind of uh, punk rock songs are you guys playing? Can you say or is we're it doing, a surprise? Oh, I don't. I think it's fine. I mean, we're doing a few Misfits songs. We're doing a few songs by The Clash. We're doing some Black Flag, uh, Ramones. Is that everything? I mean, maybe I'll leave something left to uh, the imagination, but I'm not going to say which songs. I'll just let okay. the speculation fly. I mean, dude, this this venue only holds 600 people, so this is a very uh, exclusive environment. So a lot of people, the the, the myth and legend of the show will have to kind of reverberate for years after. And people say, man, I was there, man. 
That's so Sweating bad. it out. That is so or fucking wild. Six hundred people are people are gonna have the opportunity to see Doc Coyle and and friends in front of six hundred oh. people. That's that's amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun, man. I'm, I'm that's and I think that's the kind of cool thing about this this gig for everyone involved. It's kind of a a, a refuge from our our day jobs, you know, right. with our other bands. So it's like and. That's all revolved around just having a good time. The songs they choose are songs because they are fans of them and stuff they grew up on and stuff they're influenced by. And it it's purposely meant to be like a departure, I think, from right. the Metallica stuff to, you know, be, you know, even though, like I said, when we get up there, we're, we're playing pretty tight, but it's, you know, you don't have that pressure of it being, you know, pristine, perfect. It's supposed to be a pretty rock and roll and pretty like, Fun. You know, just like, you know, jamming and improvising and, you know, just kind of going for it. And you said, did you say at the beginning when we were talking about this that you you usually do funk? About half the songs. Yeah, a lot of a lot of funk, a lot of funk tunes. We're not doing quite as many this time, I think, primarily because we're not bringing horns in. Right, right, right. right. And and we're not going to have a keyboard player because that stuff really gets elevated. Of course. When you when you when you get all that stuff involved, sometimes we'll have like. Uh, some songs will have like the the drum tech, uh, our homie Abel, come up and do like extra percussion stuff, and you know, get, we get we get real funky, man. You know, I love that, I'm, man. I would love to. I've, I mean, I've only heard you play metal before. I'd love to hear you play a little bit of funk. Listen, I fake the funk pretty okay. <laughs> that was just too. That was too much of a layup right there, man. That was that was. <laughs> you knocked that Listen, one out of the park. But it's not even a joke, though, because I feel like because it's, I didn't grow up playing it, but it's something, you know, like having been playing cover bands for a while and like part of it is is like the musical education part of it and understanding different styles of playing and right. understand, like, especially from a rhythm guitar standpoint, to me, funk is one of the most rhythmically challenging oh, really? styles to play because it, you're really playing the guitar like a, a rhythm instrument it's so dynamic it's so you're you know you're doing you know mutes and kind of you know you're using the guitar like like a rhythm instrument you know and it's uh it's that stuff is is very challenging for me just kind of finding that feel that groove and and making it work you know like yeah. you know make the puzzle fit with what everyone else is doing dude yeah, I I hear I, I I totally understand. That's that that's what makes it fun though too. That not only just the challenge, but when you do find that groove and you're just like, you're in it, you're deep in the pocket. That's always a great feeling. So we've had some moments, man, where we're just like, we do the song by the Barcades called Holy Ghost, and okay. in the bridge we just, you know, dude, it's just we're just going for it. You just making that face. Well, it looks like you just smelled some some stanky cheese, you know, the kind <laughs> you get up in here. In oh, wine we know country. that face. We know that face. You know, he's like, and you know, you, you grooving, you grooving it, you bobby head to the side, like something <laughs> wrong with you, like you've got a tick or something, and uh, you know, and you hit, you know, and you let you hope, because you know, because a lot of it, I'll just, like I said, you're improv, you're just kind of going for it, and you hope you can kind of find that frequency at the show. Right. <laughs> do you, do you, do you like, uh, practice and like learn different styles of, of bass playing oh dude of course i mean i grew up playing all different i mean a lot of different styles uh but yeah i i when i go to pick up the bass i'm i'm rarely playing metal stuff 
I mean, yeah. like, when I'm when I'm just jamming by myself, or you know, if I'm writing, it tends to go a little bit more metal. Or if I'm playing with Avenged, of course, that it, it that is what it is. Um, but I mean, a lot of times we run the gamut of different genres too. But um, for me, man, I I'd rather just sit there and play some Motown, play some funk, play some punk, as as you were talking about, you know. And a lot of times, I mean, I grew up transcribing Les Claypool, Primus shit. That was that was my shit okay. growing up. Oh, you just slap! I didn't. I didn't really know you were like down with the slapping all that stuff. Oh, you, I'm, you not very, I'm not. I'm not very good at it, but <laughs> no, I, I could. I could slap at the bass as 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 one once said. You know, but you know, it's a uh, yeah. I, I'm not. I, look, I'm not as good as like Trujillo or Claypool for that matter, or Flea, but I I could hold my own. All right, I believe it. All right, you. I I I listen to Vince Sevenfold. Those are not. Those are very musically dense. Material. There's a lot happening there. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, <laughs> dude. I, I brought up. So you, you, you guys were talking about like in the wedding band doing covers, doing funk and stuff. Did you know that Paul Stanley has a a, a, a Motown band? No, no. Is that the is that the band that played at a Chris uh, Chris Santos's Santos? wedding? I was uh, yeah, wedding. I was there on Sunday and didn't know this was a thing. Paul Stan, uh, after the ceremony, we go back into the, you know, the area where you're going to eat and shit, the reception, and there's a stage up there with uh, Paul Stanley and his Motown group of insanely great musicians, and they just start doing these Motown covers and just killing it. It was fucking incredible. Well, I, I, I just thought he was like fronting, you know, some, something, but now, now that I know that, it's, uh, it's amazing. But I love that because. It's like those guys, man. They, with their spare time, they can do whatever they want. And the right. fact they do that stuff tells you they they're doing it because they love it. They just love playing music, you know. Of course, dude. I mean, I had no idea, and then it, it was really cool. It was really cool. It was everything about it. I was like, yeah. To your point, it's like, dude, he can do whatever the hell he wants. He's already done it all for, for, since the early seventies, man. Like, this is what he what he loves. He like says it in in the set. He was talking about. It. He's like, man. I, I grew up and I had the pleasure of seeing a lot of these artists play these songs live in my home in my hometown. He's so I I ripped a lot of these singers for Kiss. It's like that's incredible, you know. That's amazing. It was a lot of fun, but uh, I'm, I'm jealous of that that wedding. I wish I could have made it up there. It was a great wedding. It was it was I mean it was it was extravagant. <laughs> like I'll, I'll say that it was an extravagant fucking wedding. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Ran into a lot of uh, a lot of friends of the industry, and it was just uh, it was just a really cool hang. Well, I I, I can't imagine um, getting Paul Stanley's band to play your wedding is uh, is cheap in any regard. <laughs> you know, I mean, I know Chris is friends with Paul, um, so I don't know. I you know, I I would only be speculating, but I would imagine. They probably cut a pretty decent deal, but you know it's not like Paul needs the money. He does it for fun, like that's he said. True. He's probably just that's you true. know cover the crew, cover the crew, cover the band. We'll call it even. You know, that would be my guess. I, I, I again, you know, it'd only be speculation. I didn't. I, I, I got my hands in other people's pockets. You know what I mean? But that would be my guess. It's, it's, it seemed like a pretty cool deal. So I'd be I'd be remiss uh, not to ask, and since I was not uh, dropping names besides Paul Stanley. Can you reveal who's who's the most famous person there? Most famous person there besides Paul Stanley? I don't know. Uh, is that it? Is that, 
Is that the OG? That's the top dog? Well, it depends. You know how it is, though. It depends on... I mean, there was other celebrity chefs that are on Chopped that are pretty famous as well. Okay. I, I don't know okay. any of their names, but I know them by face, <laughs> so they were there. Okay. If you don't know their names, by definition, they're not as famous as Paul Stanley. Oh, I bro. met I met uh, porn star Alexis Texas, uh, who is going to be on the show. <laughs> she's coming on the podcast, and I'm doing her podcast. Uh <laughs> She's 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 pretty famous. Uh, okay. My homeboy Brad Williams, the comedian, he was there. Okay. Uh, David okay. Draymond was there. We we're hanging out with him. There you go. Okay. Uh, I thought sure you. I, I was expecting like, yo. I thought you were like, listen, Doc. Eddie Murphy was there. All right. Jay Z. <laughs> I you know. Nah, I was there wasn't anything. There was like it wasn't it wasn't quite. I mean, it was it was mostly. Uh, I'd say people in the rock industry. So. Okay. I was, I was like, listen, Barack Obama. Was there? All right, all right. There. It wasn't a fucking gala. It was a wedding, man. I don't. Know. Listen, you don't. You don't think Obama's going to big time weddings? All right, dude. If he was there, he would have been up there with Paul Stanley. I guarantee it. Doing some Otis Redding. All right, all right. I back it. <laughs> next, next wedding. My my next wedding. We'll I'll, I'll invite you. We'll see if we can make that happen. <laughs> all right. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Oh shit, man! Well, I think there's some congratulations in order for you, my friend. Um, our our podcast net network was boasting about your 200th episode. Yeah, with it's a, um with our mutual so, friend Robert Trujillo. You had him on the show, yeah. and, and fuck, you guys blew that that one blew out of the water. It was the biggest one for the most downloads for the network, I believe. For any podcast, I think it might have been. I think it, they were boasting something about it. It was your 200th episode. I don't know if you care about naming the number at at one point that I saw, um, but it was a big fucking number for podcasting, man. It was a you say the number you heard. The number I heard was fifty thousand downloads, and that was a okay. few days ago. You notice that now? No, I don't. Two hundred seventy thousand downloads. Holy shit! Yeah, it blew up because it uh Metallica posted it and then it got picked up like uh Robert, you know, you know, it was basically like giving some advice, you know, on just how to like how to exist in a band and how to like, you know, take care of your people and just do do the you know, do the right thing and how he's kinda got to in you know, he and he said just just very sage wisdom. Uh, and people picked that up and, and you know and people checked out. It's it's crazy. My my show does pretty good, but the podcast game, you know, I'm not sure if the listeners know this, you know, that, you know, like, pod, it's not like YouTube where it's like randomly, oh, you're, it gets a million views. It's like, you know, it's, it's an hour, it's two hours, you know, it's, unless you're Joe Rogan or somebody like that, you know, it's, it's going to be a bit more modest, you know, but, you know, thousands of people listen to my show, but definitely not hundreds of thousands. So the fact that even that happened once is, uh. It's pretty amazing. So no, I, dude, it's, congratulations! It's, it's, That's a huge fucking number. I don't think. Yeah, to your point, I don't know a lot of people would understand that, but you know, there's not an algorithm that just picks it up like a YouTube or something like that. You have to fu- you have to hear about it somewhere else or be. I mean, you can browse a little bit on the podcasting apps and stuff, but for the most part, you either have your regular listeners or some people pick it up and word of mouth, and there'll be a certain episode, and then hopefully. Uh, the people listening to the X Men podcast and that listen to that episode stick around for some some more of those episodes that you're putting out, man. Yeah, hope, hopefully, man. You know, I've been lucky. You know, have you know a lot of a, a good amount of people from you know the big four. You know, 
you know, and, and those episodes tend to do well. I've had like Dave Lombardo mm. on the show and I, you know, I had John Bush from Anthrax on not too long ago. And that was, that was really great. And, you know, I really draw on the scene I came from, you know, like, you know, just having, uh, you know, Burton C. Bell from Fear Factory on. And, you know, I don't know if you're a, a cave-in fan, but I just had, you know, Steve Brodsky from Cave-In, who's like one of my musical heroes, you know, mm. so I kind of cover the gamut, you know, of whether it's, and, you know, in addition to like, the bands we tour with where, you know, battles, we play with a lot more like mainstream rock bands. I want to bring those people on. and I want to talk to everybody, you know, right. I'm really lucky to have access to so many, such a diverse group of, uh, of, of human beings, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And you're fucking, I mean, that's killing it, man. That uh, 200 episodes. It's a great time. 200th episode to hit over 200,000 downloads already still growing. I mean, that's fucking Congrats, man. That's that's a, that's a huge deal. Um, I appreciate kn- knowing it. knowing this uh, thing called podcasting. I I know what that means, and that's a that's a huge deal, man. Uh, much congrats to your success on that. Thank you, man. Hey, man. I'm just I feel like you know caught a good break, and you know, thankfully, you know, that's the thing. You probably get this too, where you know a lot of people, and you're you're friendly with them, but you're also you know cognizant of how valuable their time is, and you don't want to you know, bug anyone. Like I, I never want anyone to do the show who doesn't want to do the show, of course. you know? Um, but you know, but so, you know, but there's certain people, there's, it's funny, there's the people I've probably harassed the most aren't even that famous, but I just want, <laughs> cause <laughs> you know, I'm like, I want to hear your story, you know? Yeah. Um, and they're like ducking me, you know, it's like, man, you know, it's like, just, just say no. <laughs> A flat out is better than, uh, not at this time. We'll get back to you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, I've sh- sometimes I'll shame people and I go, man, people, you know, people asking about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fucking awesome, man. Hey, um, I'll let you go in a second, but uh, you did mention at the top here you got uh, you just got in from a show. You missed your girlfriend's birthday, um, but you're gonna make up for it, obviously, in in wine country. What was that show you were out for? Welcome to Rockville, right? Yeah, we played the Thursday and had all these our none of our in our in airs didn't work and we had to cut, you know, some songs. It was kind of a nightmare, but at least we got to play, you know, a bunch of bands got rained out. Oh uh, shit, I didn't know that. That sucks. Yeah, like the whole weekend, like every like except for the day we played, every day there was like rain and and, and the rain they don't care, it's just the lightning. They have to like evacuate. So sucks i feel bad for you know everyone who had to cancel or you know especially you're a fan you know you spend i don't even know how many hundreds of dollars to go see a show and you want to see all the bands you paid to see and that's like that's just a bummer yeah that is a bummer man. I've, I've been in that situation a couple of times hopefully uh they'll they'll do some makeups or something for some of those fans but uh i'm glad you guys got through it <laughs> even with the bad in-ears and all i know what a nightmare that could be Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. Well, you know, in a weird way, I think it like it, you know, it helped us because, you know, we're, you know, we, you know, 
like a lot of these modern bands or, you know, our albums have a lot of production and stuff. You tend to have, you know, like, you know, keyboards and synths and kind of like all kinds of whatever ear candy on track and stuff. And then, you know, you're used to playing to a click and all this, and then you just don't have it. You just go out there and you do it raw and you're like, hey, that was pretty good. And you see some video and you're like, we don't suck that much. You're like, you know, <laughs> we don't need all the know. fluff every time. <laughs> yeah. It, like it, it kind of, I think made us like, you know, not, be so precious like hey if this happens again we could figure it out yeah man well, that's fucking great though that uh, you guys are able to pull it off and you got some other shows uh lined up then yeah bad wolves hits the road uh at the end of july this is the tour i think i couldn't mention on the show when we were when we were doing oh, you it, mentioned it, it. A, you mentioned it yeah pop <laughs> yeah pop i did there <laughs> there you go good job doc uh papa roach falling in reverse and hollywood undead Right, that's gonna be a great. That's gonna that's a great lineup, man. The guys gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're uh, you know we're playing first, so you know get get out there early, party people. To yeah, see the wolves. Um, but do and you know I'm and I'm sure people will show. We we just did the first leg. We played first, and it was packed every night. So, um, it's a big you know big summer tour, and then we're doing another big tour. That I can't talk about, but uh, oh man, you're gonna throw that out again. Every time yep. I talk to you, you're gonna tell me about a tour you can't talk about. Damn straight, you know we you know we haven't signed the contracts yet. That, 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 that ain't money in the bank. You know. All right, we'll we'll text me later so I can announce it when it when it gets announced. All right. For sure, for sure. But uh, and you know, and, oh, actually, I do want to announce for 2023, Bad Wolves will be opening the entire Avenged Sevenfold World <laughs> Tour. This is guaranteed. Those contracts are signed, though. Uh, the check how, the how, do you, how do you have contracts you've signed that I haven't signed yet? Well, listen, they're not, see, you know what I'm doing? Like, you, you know, like the secret, like I'm, this is like my vision board and I'm, yeah. I'm putting it in the universe and they're going to be like, they're going to be looking for support. It's like, ah, oh, man, you know, that was a pretty good, pretty good. Like doc, doc, he's a nice guy, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm working, I'm, I'm massaging their egos, you know? All right. I'm all right. It. I see what you're doing. We'll, let, 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 we'll put it to the fans of the, of the show here. How about that? Put a yeah. we'll put a poll up, yes or no, if we should be bringing out Bad Wolves in 2023. <laughs> I think like we're not going to win that poll. <laughs> no, no, let's put it up there. Put it. We'll, we'll tweet everybody. Tweet at Drinks with Johnny or Doc Coyle or Bad Wolves. Let us know if we should be if we should plan this tour in 2023. It's gonna be like Ice Nine Kills or Bad Wolves, and they're gonna get like 99 percent of the votes. And then I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> I didn't put you up, but now story. you're putting yourself up against somebody else. I was just saying, should we do it or well, not? No. You're that confident. You had some confidence. Be a put great band next to you it. guys. I think it's a, a band that would fit with you guys really well. You know, oh, I love, I love, I love the, I love Spencer and the rest of the dudes in Ice Nine. They're they're fucking great. Um, oh yeah. I'm gonna put you on the spot though, because I guarantee you didn't do this because you probably forgot in our conversation. You were supposed to do research on this Atmos uh, mixing and mastering. Oh yeah, I I did. I thought about it and I just didn't. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best is that you you actually thought about it but decided eh, and nah, that's stupid i'm not gonna do that well no because i remember you you said like there was certain songs on our record and then i think i couldn't remember what it was song one song it was. yeah and i couldn't remember what song it was so i was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you know i'm doing my best over here yeah 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 you, i mean you're a busy man i mean you're hanging out with Kirk Hammett at his house and, and, you know, interviewing with, uh, Robert Trujillo and getting all those downloads. I mean, you're a busy guy. Exactly. You know, you know, what's up. You know, <laughs> I, I am, I'm like, I think I'm officially too busy though 
where it's like, you know, you're just, you're just, feel like you're not, I'm not, me? Are you about to hang up with no, me? No, it's not, I mean, I <laughs> that would be like the process. Up. I'm officially too busy right now. Click. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, Hey, I wouldn't do that. I, you know, I, I'm far too, uh, you know, try to be a polite, polite person, but, um, but no, you definitely like, especially things like, I don't know. I don't know how you feel, feel about this, but like the whole social media part of things, like trying to, it's like, Oh, like, well, you're doing a bunch of things, but you also have to promote and do this. Like, I don't, like you have like a social media, someone who helps you with that stuff. Um, not my per, I only have one personal account. That's the drinks with Johnny yeah. official on Instagram. I deal with that one, but, um, our drinks with Johnny stuff is, is, uh, mostly ran, I'd say about 99% ran by our, uh, graphic designer and director, uh, Brandon Lombardo. Right on, right on. But that's, but that's the stuff I always feel like, you know, there's, I think there's like the musician musicians where it's like, they're making records and they're touring. And then there's like the content creator musicians who are like, they're just on top of it. They got playthroughs and they've got, they you know, it's like, it's like I'm, I'm jealous. They're just on top of their stuff. So I want to, I want to be more on top of my stuff, but it's hard to do that and also have a personal life, you know? Yeah, man, fuck all that. You don't need that shit. You got a podcast. Yeah. You got the wedding bed. You got bad wolves. You got God and forbid, a forbid reunion. And you got God forbid coming back. I mean, and you got a girlfriend that you already missed one bit birthday for. Yeah, I'm you know, family. you know, you don't need to do anymore. You're doing just fine. Well, here's what. Well, what I really want to do though. I have my SAG card, all right. And if like you know, Fast and Furious thirteen, you know, they need a guy in the back, you know, looking tough, mean mugging. I think that could also be my calling. Dude, you could actually probably be like like Vin Diesel's brother or something. That's what I'm saying. But I got, listen, got to hit the gym, all right? Got to get on some performance-enhancing compounds, all right? <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> oh, I love having these conversations with you, Doc, because I never know where the fuck they're going to go or why they're going to go there. <laughs> Like, why did we end up on that on that topic? Listen, but. I just want to make enough money, all right, so I can just get plastic surgery, clean this up, all right, get some, you know, I just want to fake it, you know, like everyone, you know, all the big time people, you know, get them fake teeth put in. Oh, uh, don't know? do it. You want chompers? Oh, uh, I mean, if you see, like, you see, like, some celebrities, like, they just, I'm just saying, I want to start aging backwards. That's what I'm saying. I want to get you enough money. You want Benjamin Button this shit? Yo, I've seen it. I synced it. All right. Look at have you like have you seen what Elon Musk looked like twenty years ago? He looks younger now. I think he's taller. He's got more hair. He's got like a new jawline. Wait, wait, wait. Taller and more hair. I'm in. Yeah. Whatever it is, I'm in. That's what I'm saying. I'm just but that's that's not (laughs) that's money. All right. You know what he puts in his in on his head for the hair to grow back? Money. That's true. Nothing wrong with that though. I ain't hating. I ain't hating. <laughs> hey, I'll listen. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to get. A, I'm just trying to join the party. That's all. Uh, so you want that movie star money? That's what you're getting at. So I'm behind the rock, me mugging, getting <laughs> the paid. rock. Oh God, you're gonna be. Oh, dude, you you probably don't watch it. Do you watch the Young Rock? No. The TV show. No. You're oh, I will not watch that show. Why? It's the Rock. I just, you know what? It's like they would have had that young. Was it the show the the Big Bang Theory? Oh, that's a stupid spinoff. Sheldon, no, 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 right? that's a dumbass Sheldon, spinoff. Right? Then they had Everybody Hates Chris. Right? I don't like these vanity projects where it's like 
you know what? I'm making a show about me. I'm not even going to be in it. Like, you know what? No, but The Rock's in it. You, you know, you oh, got to watch it, man. You got to okay. watch it. He's doing it different. The Rock, All right. The Rock's got, got his own game, man, he's playing. It, I love The just Rock. Just by the title yeah. of it. Don't listen. To, don't judge it by the title, man. You gotta. No, I'm pro. I'm pro rock. I was just being like um, anti you know, everything I was, else. I was, be, I was being contrarian. <laughs> Ignore me. Well, just go <laughs> fucking watch it. The finales tonight. Speaking of shit that's happening right now, we're doing this on a Tuesday. It's releasing on a Thursday. I got to get off here. I'm supposed to hop in that live chat of the YouTube uh, uh, premiere of our chat. Everyone could listen right. to the podcast already, but we're. Sp- I'm supposed to be in the live chat of the YouTube uh, premiere right now. All right. Well, get on your get on your chat. Are game. you hopping in there? Are you are you got shit to do? I gotta go. I got like I got people texting me bandmates for rides and figuring out when we're going to <laughs> rehearsal. So I I gotta go. I'm behind the ball. I post, but you know what I did do? I posted about our show. So I did my part to promote this thing. All right, brother. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. <laughs> well, let's keep in touch. Have a good fucking weekend. Uh, I'll text you some more wineries as I think of them to enjoy awesome. with your girlfriend, man. Johnny, you're the best, man. Thank you, you are. All right, brother. I'll Take talk care. to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right. And that'll just about do it for this week's episode of Drinks with Johnny, the Thirsty Thursday episode. Man, that was fun. That went a little bit longer than I expected. I really have to go now. I've got uh, I've got some stuff to do. I got a pack for for uh, for Vegas to go out to the AEW stuff. I've also got to hop into this YouTube premiere right now. So uh, until next time, as always. Cheers. Ready for a head-bangingly good time? Dive into the world of heavy metal with the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Here, we don't just talk music. We welcome you into our heavy metal family. Join us for candid chats with legends and rising stars. We go beyond the typical interviews, exploring raw emotions and the life-altering impact of heavy metal. So whether you're a diehard metalhead or just curious, join our family and let the head-banging begin with the Brutally Delicious Podcast. I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now on Evergreen and wherever you get your podcasts.